It has been 21 days since the last podcast. Guess what's changed? Nothing! Ray Ray is fundamental, number one podcast from the get-go. And since you're listening, you got good sense, so let me break it down on this instrumental. It's basketball and all its essences. It's full of pop culture references. Point guards to stretch fours and fives. The last Puffy episode, despite survive. Never mind, let me get on track. Houston had a good run, and a team was stacked. We had plans for the team, Wolves, y'all remember? Quick question in sync, who's your favorite Remember? Oops, I did it again. Hold up, wait, best team on the court, probably Golden State, yeah. Korean M, yeah, they out this world, but that's Ray's top five, he's saying the Spice Girls. <laughs> This is the Ray Ray is Fundamental Podcast, episode 116. Right now, it is May 26, 2020, but the main interview of my guest was recorded on Memorial Day, May 25. In case you already didn't know who's hosting the show, it's Ray Ray. You know, like the Star Wars girl, Ray. Yep. So, like I said, it's been 21 days, or three weeks, since I last did a podcast. Um, I had scheduled one the week after Ari Chambers, which, by the way, you should totally listen to because she's the awesomest. But, I caught a migraine the day before, and you have to understand, migraines are debilitating. The lights hurt, sounds hurt, sometimes you feel like vomiting, and you have this wicked pain in your head, like somebody stabbing your head. So, and to top it all off, I had body soreness to go with it, like I worked out 10 times as hard. So, it really sucked that day. Um, the migraine lasted for about 3 days, while the body soreness continued into next week, actually, which is why also... I skipped last week as well. So, um, I understand that a migraine and body achiness are symptoms of this deadly coronavirus, but as of now, I feel much better. And really, the only thing I have to fix is my sleep, which has been a problem for me the last month and a half. It sucks, and I really need good structure and good health in my life. And I wasn't really ready to podcast today because, hell, we're still in this pandemic. Um, sports are still kind of, you know, on hold. And my mind wasn't quite right. Cause get this, all right. So when I finally recovered from my body soreness, I had joined a Facebook group involving people who went to anime conventions before the mid two thousands. So um, before I transitioned to sports writing and sports podcasts, I used to go to anime conventions, right? Anime being Japanese animation, if you already didn't know. And for the most part, I was there to have fun, but I also did some hosting duties in various anime conventions from nineteen ninety eight to two thousand six. So we're there reminiscing about those times. And it dawned on me that I need to get all my pictures from, get this, all my photo bucket accounts. And those pictures range from 2004 to 2010-ish. Um, I had a hard drive that had all these pictures, but they got messed up three years ago. So it was either get the hard drive fixed for hundreds of dollars or recover my pictures from photo bucket. And <laughs> that's what I did. I finally went ahead and recovered those pictures from photo bucket. And let me tell you, a wave of memories came flooding back, good or bad. But ultimately, I was happy I got them all. And um, took me a few days, but they're all back in my hard drive, and I am currently backing them up onto some other cloud storage space. So yeah, 
those pictures are not helping me focusing on this podcast, but I was glad to have the wonderful Dummy Barrios from LA's Force Access to help me out. We know her specialty. She covers soccer and the WNBA, but of course, we also talk about the NBA possibly coming back and the subject of sports coming back too soon in California or in general. So, yeah. Also, she's kind of giving me about not watching enough live baseball games, and you'll hear it in this podcast. Anyway, before we talk to Delmi, let's remind you that you can find this podcast wherever you can find podcasts, whether it's iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google, etc. You can follow me on Twitter at the Notebook Pass, where you'll, pos- you'll probably see me talk about photo buckets. <laughs> and that's all I got. Thanks to Delmi for coming on and covering the time on this podcast. She's next. I'm next. We got next. Hey guys, this is Delmi Rios from LA Sports Access, and you are listening to the Ray Ray is Fundamental podcast. Ray Ray is Fundamental Podcast, episode 116. My guest. You've seen her cover the LA Football Club, LA Galaxy from uh, Major League Soccer, and also LA Sparks of the WNBA for LA Sports Access. She was here before. She's back again. (laughs) Delmi Barrios, what's up? Yay! Hello! Yeah, so I remember, like, before we went to this call, you're like, what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, uh, I don't know, because there's still kind of, like, no sports going on in a way. So... I know. Yeah. I know. There's a lot of WNBA stuff going down today, though, which is gnarly, so there's that. Yeah, and I've been kind of... Okay, so here's what's been going on with me, because uh, I mentioned on my personal Facebook account that my sleep is awful. It's been awful for, like, the last month or so. Ditto. Yeah, I would... I would sleep for two hours, wake up, and then be awake for the rest of the time, and I'll, I'll take my like my midday nap, like I just told you earlier today. So, I actually slept more than I thought when I after I texted you. It was like I woke up like at three o'clock, and I'm like, wait a minute, no, I can't be late for this podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, sometimes we need those naps, but I totally feel you with the sleep thing. I think maybe the first month and a half. I was going to bed at 4 or 5 a.m., and it took me a very, I know, it was so bad. It took me a very long time to finally, you know, get a schedule together and just get my mental clarity right. And, and now it's it's better, but those naps are still, you know, they're, they're a part of your day. You need the naps. Yeah, also because I'm old. But um, the thing is, it's like I would I would fix it for a few days. Like, yeah, I, I ended up sleeping from like 12 to 5 or 12 to 6 or whatever, right? And then yeah. I'm right back at it again. It's like 12 to 2, and I wake up like, why am I awake? And I can't go back to sleep. This is terrible. You also do dinner very late, don't you? Yes, I do. I don't yeah. know if that helps. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I, I eat dinner either like 9 or 10 sometimes. So, and I and I would do that anyway because I would I, I used to work out like at midnight or 1 o'clock yeah. in the morning. So, yeah. yeah. And now it's like I don't even work out as much anymore because we're just in this spiral zone of like not doing anything these days. Well, let me tell you, working out for me has been the one thing that has kept me sane. <laughs> yeah, I do see you. Okay, so how are you doing in general in quarantine? Because I see you do hikes, which is fine. You're staying away from everybody. You wear a mask. At yes. least you're, you're a law-abiding citizen, unlike a lot of people out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely, like I said, I struggled in the beginning. It was very hard, like, I'm so used to just going, going, going. I essentially have a game every night or every other night. It's just constantly, you're constantly around people and you're constantly talking for a living, you know, and you're yeah. around everybody. So I think I 
at first it was incredibly hard for me. I felt myself kind of getting into this negative, you know, headspace, and mm -hmm. um, it, it was hard. But I think once I just kind of allowed myself to kind of feel that and figure out, okay, what can I do during this time to just make myself feel a little more productive? Mm -hmm. And that's when I turn up because I, I stopped working, you know, like a yes. lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I had to take a, a leave of absence from work. I wasn't working for a while. And I turned to working out and eating healthier, and that's kind of become, like, my thing now. Mm -hmm. I work out every single day, mm -hmm. um, whether it's a hike or a, a run or some strengthening exercises or whatnot. And my diet has changed drastically. Let me tell you, I'm a big Taco Bell fan. <laughs> I have not had Taco Bell this entire time, and I am very proud of that. Uh -huh. But, um, no, it's been, it's gotten a lot better, and last week was my first week working, like, actually working from home. I did see that, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's you know, it's been nice to kind of get back in the rhythm of things, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, do the whole Zoom calls when it comes to interviews with players, and um, the writing, and we're working on a podcast, which I haven't told anybody until right now. So that I know you're the first person I tell, so that's super, um, that's super exciting. Um, tons of stuff with LA Sports Access as far as that goes. So you know, it's it's feeling better, but obviously it's gonna be a while until things go back to to our normal, if they will ever really go back to normal. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it'll still take some time because, after all, yeah. like, we're probably not going to have any sports with fans for a while. I'm actually a little surprised, like, I mean, whatever, whatever the situation is, whatever how you believe it or whatever, but I feel like, you know, I'm surprised California has already allowed sports to happen. Like I know. Right? So, yes. So, I mean, it's kind of good and, I mean, in my opinion, kind of a little rushed, but... I just want. I think so too. I think I think it's completely rushed. I would have waited a little bit longer um, because it's also not about just us. I mean, of course, it's about the fans keeping the fans safe, keeping the media yeah. safe, but it's also about keeping the players safe. Yeah. They're not just athletes. They're also fathers and sons, and mm -hmm. you know, husbands and all of these things. And to me, it it does, like you say, it does feel a little rushed. Mm -hmm. If if there is a way where it can guarantee that it's going to be the safest way possible. I really hope that that's the primary concern here. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, it is a business. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to ask for your opinion because I don't want you to get in trouble. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there it is. But there it is. But um, but we do. But we do want um, the. I do want to you know wish everyone healthy. Like that's the main. That's the main thing because like no matter what we think, well. Life goes on for some people, for some businesses, and I just want, well, if they're going to do that, then I hope it's they're at the healthiest possible because you just, you know, it's, it's still dangerous out there. Like, we still yeah. can't be, we still, we're still distancing. Like, we're still not getting together with people, you know? So to have contact sports happen is like, wow. I know. I mean, there's a couple of soccer leagues overseas that are, you know, doing games without fans. Yeah. And every time I see them, like, score a goal and they go hug each other, I cringe and I'm just, like no stay away no hugging like it's, it makes me so nervous yeah see see i'm a hypocrite in this way because like i see mixed martial arts happen i see professional wrestling happen and you know they're <laughs> i'm just kind of like I'm, 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 I'm enjoying this but you know <laughs> you know what's so funny that you say that yeah. because 
I'm probably the same as you. I've been watching WWE, uh-huh. and I have no issue with it then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just so, like, wait a minute, you know? Like, I know. They're having contact sports right now, and... Yeah, it's a little scary, but um, so far, I mean, I know there was one one positive test for UFC, right? But I guess they're still going on. <laughs> I know UFC has really confused me as far as you know. Talk about you know a, uh, a sport that's definitely trying to just get in there no matter what. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel safe to me. I don't yeah. know if I necessarily feel it's the right call, but not on me. But we're still watching because what else do we got to do, right? I mean, I suppose we can watch sports that are being replayed. Like, let's watch the 2016 NBA Finals because we got nothing better to do, you know? I don't know. Yeah, at first I was all for the reruns. But there's only so many reruns you can watch until you start, you know, just kind of thinking to yourself, okay, that's enough. I I don't need this anymore. Yeah. Did you watch The Last Dance? The... Okay, so I did watch, but I have not watched last, not obviously this Sunday, there was no show, but the prior week, I haven't watched the grand finale, Okay. so no spoilers, okay. um, and I had to stay off Twitter for that, because, but you know what, generally speaking, even like all the other previous episodes, mm-hmm. I made a conscious choice of not going on social media while the episodes were airing, mm-hmm. because... Everyone has opinions, right? Yes, yes. And some opinions just kind of ruin it because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people just miss the point of a lot of things and can't appreciate just the greatness and, you know, all of that. Yes. So, from the very beginning, I told myself, you know what? I actually want to enjoy this. <laughs> I want to appreciate it. Yeah. So, I'm not even going to listen to other people's opinions because then they get me fired up and then I have an opinion about it and I can't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but, I, but, no, I have to catch up on last weekend. How was it? Was the finale, like, everything yeah. you'd hope for and more? It was good. I'll just leave it yeah. at that. Okay. S- spoiler alert. The Lakers won three championships after that. But... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Locked. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was very enjoyable. I know I missed I missed Sunday's documentary. I, I apparently had like a Lance Armstrong documentary on ESPN uh, last uh, yesterday. So oh, I didn't watch that. I missed that one. So yeah, same. Um, yeah, um, and I'm I think they're gonna also gonna bring out a Bruce Lee documentary as well as a um the Home Run Chase documentary. A Bruce Lee one would be amazing. Yeah, I think it's coming out next, either a couple weeks or next month. I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's that I'm all for. Yeah, and the home run chase was like the most I ever watched baseball. <laughs> like, and I like baseball fine, but uh, see, I'm not a big okay. Let me <laughs> let me be careful with my words here. I love going to live games. I am all for uh-huh. going to a game. You know, get, you get the hot dog and the beer, and you know, you do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Watching on TV, like as a choice mm-hmm. at home, I just can't do it. It's okay to have likes and dislikes on sports. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't do it, and I love. You know, I'm from LA, so I'm a Dodger, Dodger girl, mm-hmm. but I can't. Live, I'd go to every game possible. At home, I can't. I've only been to one baseball game live. What? Yeah. Well, because I don't really watch baseball for one thing. Oh, my. What game was that? It was... Here's the funny thing that I've been doing the last few days, which I sort of made an allusion allusion to on social media, but I have been downloading all my old pictures from photo buckets (laughs) from, like, 2004 to, like, 2010. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, oh my goodness. Yeah, so all these wave of memories are coming back. And I took pictures during the Angels A's game in 2009. <laughs> so. so the only game that you've been to was an Angels game. Is yeah. that what you're trying to tell me? Yes. That was, oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so you're missing out. Let me hey, tell you. Hey. Okay, I, I, I go to Angel games, but... It used to be that I would go to any Angel Rangers game because I used to be a Rangers fan for reasons that we should not get into now. <laughs> but but other than that, no, it's all about the Dodgers. It's just something about that whole ex- I mean, obviously, you wouldn't understand because you have not been to a game. <laughs> but the ex- it's all about the whole experience. Experience of the Dodger Stadium, you know, showing up, you grab your snacks, you grab your, and it's just a good time. You're missing out. I, I, it's so funny that all my friends have been pulling me in all different directions about baseball. Okay, but first of all, like I like baseball fine. Like I respect baseball, but no, everyone knows it's also not my sport. But it's just so funny how, like, my best friend is an Angels fan, and then I have a lot of friends who are Dodgers fans, and they're just pulling me in all different directions right now. And one's like, want to be an A's fan? And I'm like, guys, leave me alone. I just want to enjoy baseball. You know, so. There's only one right side, let me tell you that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, they're having the whole run chase documentary in a couple weeks on ESPN. <laughs> so that's what's happening. Um, but I've been to, obviously I've been to plenty of NBA games, obviously, you know, so. Obviously. Yeah, because <laughs> that's, that's what I covered. I actually want to aim to cover WNBA this year. If it wasn't for the pandemic, I, I want. Oh my gosh! I, I know. Yeah. I so. know. I miss it so much. This month has been a little bit hard on that. Yeah. I mean, I cover the Sparks, and our our home opener was supposed to be what six days from now. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely you know it's bittersweet, yeah. um, especially with everything that's going on today. Given that the teams need to be roster compliant by tomorrow, it's been you know it's. It's a tough situation. Um, a lot of players are getting cut that yeah. aren't even having, you know, that possibility of proving themselves and showing that they can make a team. So it's definitely, it's sad. It's a sad situation that's happening with that right now. It really is, because also, like, it kind of, it kind of turned a little bit of a corner this year too, because we had the new, the new CBA. Yes. Um, because of Sabrina, it was, the draft was on ESPN, like the ESPN, not ESPN too, but ESPN, right? right. Um, so it's it, it was kind of turning a corner, and then this happens, right? So yeah, yeah, there was so much momentum going around the league. Um, a lot of outlets have done a phenomenal job at covering year round, mm-hmm. um, and and. The momentum, it was there. They were doing such a great job. The new commissioner, she's been doing an amazing job in her short time in her short time with the league. Yeah. And yeah, it, it is. It's super unfortunate that it's happening now. But you know, you just gotta find new ways to keep putting out the content. And kudos to those, you know, PR directors and everyone who work who work within these teams because they do a very good job at making these players accessible to us. If you need someone to talk to for a story or anything, they're always super flexible with you and getting you what you need. So things like that obviously help and it helps the coverage continue to keep going despite the season being stalled for now. I do have a question though because, okay, we just got the news that, you know, from yesterday that the NBA is going to resume in Disney World. We don't have any dates yet. But they're saying right. like July, right? Why are we not taking care of the WNBA? I mean, it's also basketball. Like, what's the difference? Like, why can't we also do something for the WNBA? 
No, I totally, I totally hear what you mean, and I'm sure that there's new negotiations happening now. Mm-hmm. They've made it loud and clear that their doors are definitely open to WNBA adapting the same mm-hmm. system that the NBA is currently looking at. The thing, at least for Moon, from my point of view, mm-hmm. I look at this NBA situation and have a lot of questions. <laughs> a lot, like just a lot of questions. Like I think as of now, and I hope that I'm, I'm remembering this correctly, yeah. but around June 1st is when the NBA is trying to recall all their players to their markets and have them, you know, start that quarantine process. So basically you're saying, okay, say today is June 1st, starting today we're recalling the players, they need to go back to their markets, um, whatever city that is, you go back, you start this two-week process, quarantining, basically kind of a thing. After that, I think they said anywhere from one to two weeks of individual workouts at the team facilities, followed followed from, I think it's two or three weeks of formal training camp. So you're looking all in all about six weeks from the moment they start, you know, going back to their markets until the time that we could potentially see any kind of game happening. Mm -hmm. But a lot of questions come to place, for me at least, with this kind of thing, because for NBA, you have you have a Toronto team, you know? Yeah. You have different states who abide by different regulations. Mm-hmm. You're sending these players back to their markets, but these rules don't necessarily abide the same to every single state. And you just don't know how a lot of these things are playing out. I think for WNBA, in my head, it's also kind of the whole... You're, you can only have 12 players on a roster, max. Mm-hmm. So, God forbid, what happens if a player gets hurt? What happens if someone somehow tests positive? Yeah. How fast can you get another player to come and replace that other player? Um, yeah. For the facilities, does this mean that you know all the staff there, are they going to be in quarantine as well? Are they not going to be allowed to go outside of that space? There's just a lot of questions that come up that I don't even think the leagues themselves have 100% figured out yet and I think these are all such big questions that I feel like they really need to have a little bit more of a clear um, understanding of exactly what they're going to do in every scenario before they can officially roll anything out in an official date and I think that's part of the reason why we don't have an official date yet mm-hmm. but I think once they kind of figure out all of that I, I most definitely expect WNBA to roll out you know, some kind of announcement saying more or less the same thing. I know that they're currently, you know, playing with the idea of, okay, doing it in one location or having them play in other markets, which, honestly, if we're going to be honest, is probably the worst idea possible right, right now. Um, so I can only imagine they're going to adapt the same concept that the NBA is doing. But, yeah, I think it's just going to take a little bit more time for them to figure out all the kinks and quirks of every detail. This is why I had you on. Because you definitely had a much better uh, nuanced view of this. But yeah, you mentioned like multiple locations. I know NBA is trying for Disney World at this point. Um, so I'm guessing that the WNBA will probably do something like Vegas or I don't know. Because multiple locations just sounds like a terrible idea to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It sounds like the worst idea possible. And yeah. Vegas would be, honestly, I thought NBA was going to, from the very beginning, my bets were they're going to do it in Vegas. That's where they do Summer League. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where they have they have a couple of different um, gyms where they can play games simultaneously and just knock them out. And So for WNBA, I, I see Vegas as being 
they're so good to the league as well. That city has done so much for the league, and mm-hmm. I, I could definitely see that being the place where they would want all the WBA teams to kind of just go and start the season and do as much as possible. Hey, this is Matthew Mercer, and you're listening to the Ray Ray is Fundamental Podcast. I also kind of wonder if they're if they're waiting for the NBA season to finish because, uh, after all, most of the season. I think three-fourths of the regular season is finished for the NBA, and right. and they're going to go to the playoffs. So I, I just kind of wonder if they're going to wait for the NBA to finish, and the, the NBA can start uh, once they're done. Because having it simultaneously could be a little troubling. Yeah, that, that's obviously a lot of details that they have to figure out. Mm-hmm. I am curious to know. I, I don't have any details as far as that if they're waiting, you know, for one league to start over the other. And I don't even know if NBA has officially said, okay, are they just going to resume where they left off? Or are they just going to skip all of that and go straight into playoffs? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know how they're going to work that out, but it's definitely, it would definitely be interesting to see how they decide to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, though I don't, I guess depending on where they air the games and how that whole thing's going to figure, you know, work itself out. If they're doing, if NBA is doing Florida and say WNBA does Vegas, um, obviously venues won't be an issue as far as the logistics of everything. Yeah. I'm not an expert, so we have no idea where to even begin in that department. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? Who knows what route they're going to take? Yeah. Well, you know, Florida's opening everything. Like <laughs> everything's been happening in Florida for one thing. So, um, like like I said, the UFC was there. Professional wrestling is right there also. So, um, everything's open in Florida. But um, yeah, it's just crazy. Like it's it's almost June first, and we still really don't have any idea of how they're gonna go about this. It's like okay, exactly. so so it's like they mentioned campus mentality. It's like are the players all for that? Where they can just stay in the same venue? or same city for like um, two, three months or whatever. I know. And that becomes also an issue because, for example, MLS is also looking to adapt the same concept. They're also looking at Florida to bring all the teams down there and just, you know, have them play out the games. But you're also talking about you're taking these players away from their families. A lot of them have children. Yes. A lot of them have newborns. Yes. That, that's a big thing that you're asking of these people leaving their families behind risking your health because you really don't know they can Mm -hmm. tell you all they want you know we got this under control it's safe but you really don't know it's almost like trial and error you can place all these measurements and try to you know take precautions is it a hundred percent intact probably not and it's just a lot of things to consider um and in in mls a lot of players aren't I think the commissioner um, went out and did the survey with the players and asked them, okay, would you want to do this or would you not? And it was a pretty split 50-50. 50% of the players were, yes, I want to start playing again. Let's do it. Even if it means going to another state, etc. And 50% of the players were the complete opposite. They were saying, no, I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't feel safe. I don't want to leave my family behind. And it's the same thing with NBA, WNBA players. They have their families too. They have their lives. It's asking a lot of them to just drop everything mm-hmm. and move to a different state in complete isolation. And and again, it goes as far as even staff from those venues. Does that mean that that staff is going to stay there? Because that would mean they should not be able to leave. They can't go back home and then come back to the property where they're you know around these players and these athletes because it puts everyone at risk. 
So there's there's a lot of questions, and you're right, considering that it's almost June 1st and there's still no concrete plan, it's a little worrisome. Um, and I'm sure they're working <laughs> around the clock to get this together, but I don't know. I don't know if it's, to me, I, I don't know if it's worth it, you know? Yeah. On the other side, Eurobasket just canceled their season, so they don't they didn't see any um way to get their seasons done. So they're yeah. they're done. <laughs> yeah. Kudos to them though. It's not even canceling a season, it's not an easy an easy decision that they have to make, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously their priority is the safety. They're not willing to gamble any of that and risk anything. Mm-hmm. Um so good good for them. Yeah. I, I mean, we're both fans here. Even even, even if we work with media, uh, we're still fans. Are you okay yeah, with sports course. getting canceled? Am I okay with sports getting canceled? Um, that's a very complex question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, it am is. I okay with it? I mean, obviously, yeah, like you say, whether we work in media or not, obviously we're fans of the game. Sports is, for me, sports is a huge chunk of my life yeah um and it's why i struggled so much for that initial period so in that sense obviously i just like everybody else i miss sports i miss being at games i I miss every aspect of it Mm -hmm. however at this point we're what we're almost at the mid mid year it's just (laughs) it's there's so much uncertainty going around it we don't have a vaccination yet we don't have we don't have a lot of things. There's so much uncertainty that, to me, it doesn't feel like it's worth um, putting people's lives at risk. Yeah. Um, whether it's the athletes, whether it's the fans, whether it's whomever. It's just, to me, it's not worth it. And at this point, I almost feel like it'd be better to just be like, okay, you know what? Everything is canceled slash on hold. Let's just, you know, pause. And let's just kind of restart the year, you know, whenever we're properly able to restart it. Yeah. Um, just to me, it's just, I mean, I guess part of me maybe thinks, I look at NFL and I think from here to September, a lot can change and we can be in a much better position. Mm-hmm. And maybe, who knows, maybe then looking into options to resume seasons that are able to be resumed. Yeah. As of now, I just... Like, if it was up to me, I feel like the best decision would be to just cancel sports for now. For the summer, no sports. Everyone concentrate on just staying healthy, staying inside, doing your part, and, you know, not putting anyone at risk or your family as yourself, and then let's reevaluate in the in a few months. Um, I, I think just everything is just being really rushed really quick. Yeah. It, it's, just a, it's just a crazy time, and I've been saying this for, like, the last... Where are we now? Um, nearly three months now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, and there just hasn't been any progress, honestly. Like, yeah, sure, it's open stuff up while people are passing away. Like, yeah. It's it just doesn't seem great right now to do anything, you know. So. No, I agree, and I think California has initially. I felt like California was doing a very good job at closing everything and. I love my hiking trails, but when they closed those down, I remember thinking, God, you know, it's a good thing because they were starting to become very crowded. Some people, not everyone's taking it seriously. So some people are just being very careless, not, you know, really caring what they're doing and going about their business. Mm -hmm. So I thought we were doing a very great job at just, God, close everything down. It's the best decision now. 
and the way they made it sound to me came across as, okay, this is going to be another couple of months before we can get into any kind of, you know, store to buy anything. And all of a sudden, I feel like within the last week or two, it's just kind of changed very rapidly. Mm-hmm. At least to me, it felt yeah. like it changed very rapidly. The freeway started to get full again. People are out and about again. Mm-hmm. Just everywhere, it went from just being isolated to people being very careful and taking precautions to all of a sudden, everybody wants to just go everywhere. Um, I've seen people on social media, you know, posting barbecues and having all these friends over. And I don't know, to me, it just... To me, out of anything, it's more of out of respect to those people who are risking their lives every day, doctors, nurses, essential workers of any sort. To me, I look at those people and I think to myself, I, I, I have so much respect for you. Why would I not stay home as much as possible? Why would I not wear a mask when I go for a hike or for a walk? Or So it's just like things like that that really... You know, they kind of just stick in my head. They stay with me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I question some of these some of these decisions. I feel like everything is just moving too quickly. And again, I understand that, you know, it's all about commerce, right? And about yeah. money and all of yeah. that. But at what cost? And I don't know. I, I, I wish that we could just kind of slam the brake just a little bit longer, just a little longer, just to make sure that we're, we are not prematurely acting here and opening things up too quickly and that sort of thing. Yeah, but. I always felt like, because I know people would rush into like going back into a normal life per se, and I'm like, well, we don't have a vaccine yet, so it's probably going to be a lot of stop and go for the next 12, 18, 24 months basically. Right, yeah, exactly. It's going to be a minute until we get mm-hmm. some kind of actual normality back into our lives. But yeah. I don't know. It's just I, I could literally go on a rant about this all day. <laughs> yeah, um, I can tell. Just because, yeah, cause it's, <laughs> it just makes me upset sometimes. I just wish everybody would take it more serious, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I feel like if people took it more seriously and actually listened and, and were considerate, I think a lot of people have a very just me 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 kind of mentality where it's like i will get sick i'm healthy or x y and z yeah and i think people need to understand it's not it's not necessarily just about you it's about everybody else around you yeah um and it's about just respecting those who who are still out there working you know every single day to keep everyone protected and healthy and Mm -hmm. um you can only hope at this point right yeah I don't know what's their issue with masks. Masks are kind of cool, you know? Like, sure, you look like a reject bandit from, you know, going to a saloon. They're going to lose in poker or whatever, but... <laughs> no, but, but I agree. That's I think that's one of the things that makes me so frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I go and do a hike every other day. Mm-hmm. That's like, three miles, nothing but pure, like, incline. Mm-hmm. Wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, if I can do that while sweating buckets mm-hmm. and, like, dying and barely being able to breathe, you can wear a mask just to go to a grocery store. You can wear a mask just to go put gas on your car or go for a stroll around your neighborhood. It's just about respect and consideration yeah. of other people. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, just 
do it just do it for that reason yeah and that's really not when you think about it you know wearing a mask if that's all that's being asked of you is to stay home as much as possible mm-hmm. that's really we have an easy job here yeah and even if nothing happens well good i don't care if we're we're being you know over if we're, if we're overreacting or whatever at least nothing happened it's better than exactly the, it's better than the alternative being in a hospital in a ventilator like absolutely yeah. i couldn't agree more yeah on that note, I guess we should end it here because, well, what else can we talk about? We can go on and on about quarantine and staying home and wearing a mask <laughs> and pretend to be a ninja or a cowboy. I don't know. So, yeah. Though I will say, mm-hmm. I have a very, very cool tie-dye mask that I really <laughs> love. <laughs> so it helps when you get a cute mask that you feel, you know, that you feel looks pretty cool. So Yeah. Um... Yeah, I just have I just like pretend to be a ninja and like try to like do flips and stuff. Oh, I can't really do that. I'm 41 now, but <laughs> I pretend I'm like from Mortal Kombat or something. And you know, yeah, I mean, what's wrong with masks? I don't get it. Like, why are you still against it? I don't I don't get it. I just don't get it. So. And if you have a hard time breathing in them, that means you probably just don't have the right mask. Yeah. Because there's some that the material is just not great. Yeah. Um, that just change your mask. You'll yeah. be good. Yeah. Exactly. Tell me, go ahead and uh, advertise your social media, your website, wherever you are on the internet. Go ahead. Um, y'all can find me on pretty much any social media platform <laughs> at Delmi Burias. You can check out LASportaxes.com for your latest articles on, well, right now it's WNBA stuff, a lot of WNBA content. So, yeah. Yeah. That's Delmi. She looks cool wearing a mask. Me, I look like I'm gonna lose at <laughs> poker. So, well, I think I look cool. Who knows? Maybe I don't. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Thanks, Delmi. Yeah. I think what happened, I, I put in a password and it was wrong. But then I knew that if it wasn't that one, it was a different one. But I guess because I had one incorrect password, it had to verify my account, but it was with an old phone number. Oh, wow. Yeah, so then it's like, well, add a new phone number. So I did, and then it goes, it's going to take 30 days for you to be able to access this account. And I was like, holy crap, I'm going to have to just create an entirely new account. Hashtag blame Ray Ray.